Octavia, a.k.a. O.C.T. Hey, it's the kid Ferrari Simmons. And I'm your favorite Ethiopian, Sue Solo. <laughs> okay. A little off, a little off, but I will take it. Welcome back to the Baller Alert Show. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And I think... Um, we probably should just get right into it, huh? Unless y'all yeah, want to talk we got about the charges. We got to discuss these charges. Come on, break it down, Sue. Just in case you All right, so I guess we're just going to go ahead and get into it, y'all. Um, District Attorney Paul Howard of Atlanta, Georgia, said that he is charging the former officer, Garrett Rolfe, who actually shot Rayshard Brooks in the back in the Wendy's parking lot um, with 11 counts. One of them is felony murder. I know that aggravated assault is on there, criminal damage to property and violations to his oath of office. You guys, this is pretty major. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, uh, it's an unfortunate circumstance, but mm-hmm. I think uh, these officers will think twice before they um, decide to try to kill um, someone who could be innocent or guilty. Killing them is not the issue. I mean, is is the issue? Um, is the force the de- using these these deadly force tactics? And I think it's all about their training too. Yes, for sure. And it's just like the message that um, Tamika Mallory uh, posted on her page. She's she had um, on there just like the police escorted the guy who killed all those people in that church to Burger King. They could have escorted that. Young man home, Rayshawn Brooks home. Yeah, and that's why for me, it is difficult to sit here and say, you know, it's training. They need to be trained. We've seen countless times when they encounter white criminals that they know how to take people in without killing them. We have seen them show restraint over and over again. So I think what it is, is, you know, police officers are able to sometimes use, you know, like discrepancy. Like if if they see something, they can kind of gauge it out and see how they want to handle it. The thing is, Black folk don't get the same opportunity as white folk when they're getting pulled over. I mean, we're seeing celebrities and just, you know, regular white folk on social media tweeting about what their encounters were like when they got pulled over for being drunk, you know, even if they were minors or people who, you know, all these other white people that had committed crimes that just got a slap on the wrist. And then when you compare them to what a black person's experience is, it's completely different. So, you know what? It's not the training. It's the fact that they are intimidated by black people. And that is what the basis of racial injustice is when it comes to systematic racism in america they are afraid of black people there's something about us that intimidates them there is something about them that has the need for power and i don't know what's gonna happen like you guys are obviously losing your power and they're showing out because they see that the world is changing but i don't really know if these charges don't stick now it's it's gonna be a problem no they should stick because if if they don't it's gonna be another there's going to be a lot going on out here in Atlanta. Um, for sure. I will they, say, mm-hmm. go ahead. Now I was going to uh, piggyback off that for sure because they posted up at their Wendy's every day for yeah, hours. They up, mm-hmm. And they waiting. You know, everybody's waiting. But I, I will say, the reason I said training so is because I think um, they need to be taught that we are just like 
our Caucasian counterparts. We are non-threatening and we just have a different background. Of course, uh, I think that they are fearful of us because we are naturally a little bit more aggressive than our Caucasian counterparts. But that doesn't mean that we are going to kill them. The, the question, the crazy thing is we actually are brought up to be fearful of the police and that is crazy because they're supposed to protect and serve our neighborhoods but when they come in our neighborhoods for some reason they tend to kill us and they tell to be uh they tend to be extra um physical with us when they arrest us for it could be for minor things if they feel any type of threat towards us they tend to be extra physical and i think to me it has to be some type of training that they need to go through because, and I understand your point. So I was just saying like in the training part, like they have to tell these people like, and I, and then to, to segue a little bit, I feel like African-Americans were like a new species or something. Cause all these other right. things are just popping the fuck up. Oh, you can't do like we just came out. Like we just came out, like we're a new batch of race or something like that. So I do like how things are starting to unfold. But unfortunately, I do think the new police officers have to have some type of um, desensitized, reformed type of training. For sure. To dealing with us in our communities. Well, you know, just like you said, we are brought up to fear the police as a white person is brought up to fear black people in general. Thanks. And um, I was just watching this video of this white man who was going off on white people and just explaining the white privilege. And he said in that video, you know, whether white people admit it or not, they are raised to fear black people. When a black person comes around or you go into a black neighborhood, lock your doors, you know. Um, so this is a, a taught behavior of and, and just like for black people, it's it's a it's a a taught behavior too, because you know, your parents always, you know, getting you prepared to how to on how to deal with the police and, you know, how to act and you you know what I'm trying to say? No, nah, because listen, I um I remember um, my mom uh, cleaned houses when I was a, when I was a younger kid, and I would go to would go with her to clean houses. And of course, when we were clean houses, we would be in rich uh, Caucasian neighborhoods. Right. And you know, I never forget we parked on the side of the road one time, and we were walking into the house with cleaning supplies, and uh, one of the neighbors called the police on us. Mm. Wow. When the police got there, my mom had to call the owner. She showed that she had the keys to the house, to the, but the police officer wouldn't leave until the owner came wow. home. Wow. I was in eighth grade. Uh, and, you know, I'm in West Palm Beach. I think we saw a post on Ball Alert with somebody from Wellington. We were actually yes. in Wellington, and that's a very nice area compared to where we were living in. And, of course, my mom didn't drive the best car. Mm -hmm. So... You know, as soon as we were parked on the side of the uh, on the side of the uh, street where the house was at, and we were walking up, neighbor called police. Like, who are these black? And, you know, I'm I had braids because I, you know, I'm in eighth grade, right. so I had braids in my hair, and I'm I'm pretty sure they felt threatened. That's a perfect example of what you're mm -hmm. trying to say. Yes. Well, we are definitely happy that nothing happened to you all that you guys are safe because far too often we know that it's the latter. We know that black people are targets no matter what they're doing. So it's time to see change. It's time to see reform. Do what we have to do to make our communities feel safe again. And honestly, speaking about change, who would have thought that your pancakes might be a problem who would have thought that, that your up. pancakes and your syrup might so be hurt. a problem okay shout out to a young lady a singer actually by the name of kirby she single-handedly 
single-handedly got Aunt Jemima, the company that that uh, produces Aunt Quaker Jemima, Oats. Quaker Oats, to change the imaging and the name. She educated me on something I did not know yeah. that Aunt Crazy. Jemima really comes. It's inspired from a Mammy. stereotype, obviously, Mammy, yeah. Mammy. You know, and I just didn't realize how deep it went. Of course, it's like we're me looking either. at this imaging all the time, but I don't even think that as black people we let that register but the way that she pointed it out and explained it in her tiktok video i guess word got back to quaker oats and they are changing the imaging for sure after 131 years the aunt jemima name and image will be scrubbed from syrup bottles pancake mix packages because they are based off of like you said racial stereotypes I have that lot downstairs in my kitchen. I used so it what this are you morning do about it now? to make what? pancakes. Are you guys? Well, first of all, I'm a fitness them pancakes. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. Are you going to continue to purchase Quaker Oats products? Because listen, it's 2020. They knew where that came from. Why did it take for a revolution for them to do that? And honestly, it's hella other pancake options. Like, come on, black folk. Don't be taking no apologies <sighs> and putting money right back into their pockets. Because honestly, right. they don't really care. They just don't want to lose any money. Oh, my God. You know, it's, you know, it hurt me, man. Go ahead. I, I know hurt. it. I know it hurt. Well, I was just going to say, you know, uh, with all that's going on and um, how everybody is being forced to look at race in this light. Um, you have I'm glad that these corporations are taking accountability now you know better late than never although you know we're we supposed to say thank you for something that you have you should have been doing exactly you know um, yeah so, yeah what you want us to say oh yeah we appreciate it nah fuck y'all right but um well the way that we really stick it to them is don't spend no money on their products mm-hmm. I know man damn I got the whole setup at the house too y'all it's okay you, you got a family y'all gonna run through it real quick and then you're gonna buy your other options that's, Damn, that's man. nothing. Well, hours after Quaker Oats made that announcement. Um, here go another one. Here go another one. They're going to be changing the uh, packaging for Uncle Ben's. You know what? Before y'all even start, it actually that now that one. I, now it makes it's making sense. We got Aunt Jemima and then Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Damn. I'm over here. I'm over here putting two and two together. Right now, like wow, they've really been slick trying us. But you know what? I'm glad that all this all this stuff is coming to light. Now, my biggest question is, what about the Quaker? What about the man on the um on the uh, Quaker oats? No, 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 not the oatmeal. The uh, cream of wheat. On the cream oh, wait, of wheat. Hold on. Box. Let me check that one out. Oh, hold trust on, me. I, I love saw... cream of wheat. Yeah, Chill yeah. out, y'all. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm looking at it right now. No, no, no. I saw. I saw a meme. On Instagram that said, uh, you're next. And hey, we running down the line. Listen. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Go, 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 go. Okay, go, go. listen. One at a time. We are not here Wait for a second. anymore. Hold on, dog. We value our money. All right, now he looks okay, y'all. I'm doing... looking at it, but I don't know. I got Now we got to research this. We mm-hmm. got to research this, y'all. Yeah. Child, the Who's ice cream next? truck song. And Since all that. 1893, y'all, it right. says on the box. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but you know what? I want to say to these companies, Whoa. it's not enough <laughs> for you to change the imaging and the name. I want to see you all get involved in the black communities, whether it is monthly community service um, adventures but that wait, your uh, employees can get into or financially contributing. Like you guys, it's not enough to just for change sure. the name. You got to prove that wait, you are so really down. What's the other what, one? If, what if the guy on the Quaker Oats grits... 
and the oatmeal, what if he, what are the origins of him? He looks like, you know, he didn't the white, own the, the, the co- owner, the plantation owner. He looks like he's the plantation owner on that thing. <laughs> on Damn. the oatmeal box. You, may, you, you making me looking at everything. I'm looking at the grits and the oatmeal. What about Captain Crunch? Who's next? <laughs> you got to. Chill out, chill out, Sue. I mean, right. <laughs> No, for real. Let me look at oh, Captain Crunch. No, I don't mess with Captain Crunch no <laughs> more. Kidding. Oh, hell no. He was one of the people driving the boat. <laughs> Let me see Captain Crunch. Don't nobody eat that sugar <laughs> that was a cartoon. no more anyway. It is. I'm just talking. Oh, you start making me sad, y'all. Hey, cartoons sad. are not listen, innocent. But listen, cartoons all of innocent. these packaging um, from, from cornflakes, they, these all stem from way, way like Facts. years ago. So you never know the mindset of these companies. They're all Europeanized <sighs> and, you know, push that exactly. upon us. And um, right. for them to unveil what, you know, stereotypes that they piggybacked off of for, to brand their product, I could see more companies coming forward. Yes. Who's next? Who's next? Go, 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 We cannot continue to be shocked when these companies that come from the 1800s or whenever mm-hmm. it was that they, that they were born, that they're not racist. They absolutely are. But you know what? Speaking of something that is shocking people are kind of tripping to Deja Harris's reaction if you watch T.I. Family Hustle the latest episode then you got to see what Deja's reaction was back when T.I. revealed that he um he, he, he goes to the gynecologist with her to make sure that she is intact Basically, to make sure his baby girl is not sexually active. So, obviously, we knew that she was embarrassed. You know, we we knew that she deactivated her social media. She kind of went ghost for a little bit. But this was where we actually got to physically see her reaction. And some people feel like she might be a little harsh on T.I. Because at one mo- at one point, she actually said that she'll be a better parent you know not to say that he is a bad parent but she just felt like she would be a little more empathetic and respectful of her children's privacy and i i can understand that i can relate as a woman i would be completely embarrassed could not Mm -hmm. show my face if my father told the world about me like that let alone on that platform you know um as a father of a teenager with now I see when I wake up in the morning, I just realized uh, about last month she got boobs now. Mm. And um, it bothers me a little bit. But uh, I don't necessarily, and my, and my teenager is actually super private. So uh, she don't really like attention like that. So I can already imagine how, of course, growing up being T.I.'s daughter and being on TV for everyone to judge you. So I can kind of already, and teenagers, you know, once teenagers start, becoming mature and you guys are you 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 ladies are female so you will notice more than me once you get like 16 17 18 19 20 you kind of over here like hey bro <laughs> hey pops you're not necessarily as cool as everybody think you are why are you talking about my business on tv social media you know what i'm saying i think he could have left that private that's my big dog but hey, hey. i think you could have left that alone that that's true and it's just like the old Kanye piece of the old Kanye said in We Major from the late registration album come on feeling better than some head on a Sunday afternoon (laughs) 
Better than a chick that says yes too soon. Until you have a daughter, that's what I call karma, and you pray to God she don't grow breast too soon. Too soon, yeah. Yeah, well, my my, my, 17, my soon-to-be 17-year-old breasts are here. They're, they're definitely here, and uh, I don't like it. The double standard has to stop. You know, I feel like we're in an age now where people who wanted to ignore or could not understand systematic racism or racism, period, are starting to open their eyes to it. And now I feel like we have other conversations to have, right? For mm -hmm. centuries, for since the beginning of time, men have always talked about women's bodies, what they should do, what they should look like, how they should be. And... Listen, it is not your place to talk about this young woman's body. No matter what stage she's in, I understand, you know, this may be your child. This may be a family member, a niece. But I promise you, there is not a single young woman in the world who is truly okay with her body being talked about. They're still trying to understand their body at that age themselves. So to have to go on social media and read all these comments and then also hear other men chiming in, oh yeah, I would do that with my daughter too. I mean, shoot, she better be a virgin. She's too young. But then you turn around and you hear fathers having conversations with their kids about being baby daddies. Or you have a situation like Lil Boosie where mm. he went and got a woman to service his young kids oh and his nephews gosh. like the double standard is so extreme it just does not make sense so please leave these young women alone if they have a mother let the mother deal with that if they have aunts let the aunt deal with that yeah certain, certain things should be private honestly you know yeah and if they don't have female figures in their life and you have to be that as a father then i applaud you for being that but please understand the boundaries and give her the respect to talk to her about what those boundaries may be because don't just don't assume that she'll be okay with it don't assume that these girls are okay agree and she was just mortified to even have a conversation about it with her dad you know that alone says a lot i'm pretty sure like the conversation at if it was a more of a private conversation versus it going viral or whatever we called it. And it's just, you know, it's just embarrassing. You know, just as a kid, I can kind of, I would see totally it. be embarrassed. Ooh. That's embarrassing. So, yeah. you know, I, I just as a father, you, you don't want to embarrass your kid, mm -hmm. but at the same time, right. you know, we don't know what's going on. We kind of see bits and pieces. Yep. Well, we see majority of it. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. But I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being a celebrity's cool. child, being a normal person is already enough. It's already a lot. So being a celebrity's child is completely different. So I guess we can go ahead and get into Especially this. Uh, yeah, right. Well, let's go ahead and get into this Rick Ross situation since we're talking about kids. Uh -huh. So, Brianna Camille and Miami rapper Rick Ross, they've been going back and forth in a custody battle regarding their two children. And keep in mind, she is currently pregnant. There's a third child on the way. So, they got two kids together and then she got pregnant with him from yes. him to another she one. And they was his... not... Okay. Uh, well... <sighs> Listen, she is his former living girlfriend. You know, they were in a real relationship. And last month, Brianna actually said it was documented in court papers that she has no problem, you know, granting Ross any parenting time like he she wants him to have time with his kids. But 
she wants him to test negative for COVID-19 because she said that he's been traveling. And because of her current pregnancy, it means that she's at a higher risk of complications. Some people say she's tripping. Some people think he's tripping because he's saying that the virus is a non-factor. It doesn't matter. He thinks that she just wants to keep him from, from seeing his kids where she's just like, listen, just take the test. If it says you're negative, right. you can come get them right now. It just sounds oh like God. a mother protecting her kid. Okay, guys, listen, you know what? I think it sounds like a pregnant lady being extra, number one. Number two, how the hell did you get pregnant anyway, okay? Was you worried about COVID-19 then? What huh? you mean? Was you worried about COVID-19 right. then when y'all was, y'all was not even together, you got pregnant, and then now you how want to How do you know they weren't to... together when she got pregnant? Because they weren't. How do you know? Were they quarantining together? I, I don't know. Do you know that? I don't we know. Do, we don't know. That's what I'm saying. And she wanted to take the test. You know that well. Like, he don't got COVID nineteen. But you say he, so that he, that's that that was his live in girlfriend, right? Yes, they lived together. So they had to be quarantined for the together. first for the first two kids. I, I thought they only had one together. No, they, they have two? two children, and um, they break so they sh- up. They've been shacking out of they the break house. Up, and had breakup she's sex. Pregnant with a third, and, and like she's all the way pregnant. Rari, it's not so like she she's got like three months. Listen, pregnant. she got exactly. she got pregnant with she got pregnant with the breakup sex. I'm letting y'all know she had she got pregnant with breakup sex. Or she could have got if, pregnant if at the, the beginning case, of fourteen. We're like almost yeah. six months in. <laughs> Listen, if that's the case, they got pregnant, okay? Because they did it together, and. The reality is, listen, COVID. She's emotionally unstable because she's pregnant. Wow. I get it, and okay. she wants him to take a COVID nineteen test. Rick Ross, just right. take a test, bro, and just test negative, and then go over there. That's it. Because what if he actually has it? What if he's asymptomatic and the kids get it? Now what? I'm gonna give now you now. Everybody's gonna be like, oh. Oh, he should have took the test like the mama said. You're Yo, right. she's pregnant. She don't want to. She don't want her kids to get sick. She don't want the newborn. She's pregnant and she's issues. elevatedly emotionally extra. And it and sounds she fair to risk. me, sir. Take the damn <laughs> test and go see your kids. He don't want to take the test, man. What he gonna have he to don't take got the it. test? Listen, if he took the test when when the conversation first came up, he would have been with his kids. They by gotta now. stick that thing all the way up your nose, man. That shit don't even look comfortable. It look like it hurts. And you act like it's up your butt. What's worse, that or getting your kids sick? Come okay. on now, because y'all know right. he been y'all know he been traveling. What's you know worse, he been in the taking studio, a COVID the test or getting a um, colonoscopy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope by the time it's time for me to take that, they have research. They have a new way of doing it where they just stick. <laughs> <laughs> like something in my ear or some shit. Oh man, dog, that's gonna be the worst day of my life. Well, I want to know who do y'all think is tripping? Do you think Rick Ross is tripping for refusing to take a COVID nineteen test, or do you think Brianna Camille, his baby mama, is tripping for asking him to take one before seeing his kids? I think Brianna Camille is tripping. Let me tell you why. Because I think deep down she knows Rick Ross does not have COVID nineteen, and she's just being extra. But I could How be does wrong. Anybody know that. <laughs> I think it's between know? them two. I think them two know. They know. Like, she knows, but I think she's just challenging him. Like, yo, you need to take the test. You've been going out and doing too much stuff. What do you think, OCT? I think we're giving this too much energy. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Take the test. That's it. That's it. Just take the test, sir. Like, don't try to make it seem like she's being evil. Just take the damn test. COVID is really out here. Okay. I'm not saying it's as crazy as they're saying it is, but just don't don't risk putting the kids in harm's way. Even even Ferrari, even Ferrari Simmons gotta change his clothes and take a shower when he get home before he can interact with I gotta with take his all family. my clothes off and walk in the house, drawers on, and go straight to the shower. See, just Rick ease your, no your woman's mind and take the test. Okay. But see, that's not <laughs> his right. woman though. But well, I, your baby mind. mother, the mother of your child. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on from that because clearly we're just giving that a little too much. Moving on, though, Netflix CEO and his wife donate one hundred and twenty million dollars to historically black colleges. Well, I hope it doesn't go to, um, you know, the top five colleges. I hope it goes to the, the ones that are bottom ranked because they definitely need the funds. I think uh, number one is Spelman, I believe. I, Spelman is the number one HBCU in the country. I think the top five HBCUs are really um, well funded for the most part. I hope that it goes towards, I hope it goes from the bottom up, if that makes sense. Well, that's I can just my say view. that on Wednesday, Morehouse College announced it had received $40 million from Patty Quinlan, I believe is her name. And Reed Hastings, it is the largest single donation in Morehouse's 142-year history. Oh, I have to interrupt y'all. It is a uh, high school athlete, Mikey. Um, he is a highly, highly uh, recruited um, upcoming senior. And he he's thinking about taking his talents to an HBCU. I think and that's that how you bring it dope. home. Hello. We actually talked about that on a previous episode of the Baller Alert Show. I think that that was I think that will be super dope if yes. he does that. Facts. Yeah, it he's forces taking a chance on himself. It forces the dollars to come to the HBCUs. Yes, because they will come. Spend their money with us. Yeah, like imagine come LeBron on. James taking doing one year in college at an HBCU. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, they also donated crazy. $40 million dollars each to Spelman College and the UNSCF. Um, and we're excited about that. I love to see this energy going to the black communities. They feel that they were blessed to have great a great education and they wanted to share that with some members of the black community. So it looks like they are looking to uh, Morehouse, that is, is going to pay uh, tuition for some people. There are going to be some graduates that get to walk away debt free. And I'm hoping that in the future they turn around and, and bring that some of that love back to the community as well. Facts. Yes, ma'am. OCQ, who's, who's celebrating Juneteenth out here? For sure. Sure. Speaking of black love, Friday, Juneteenth um, is upon us and just a few corporations that are recognizing this holiday um, as a holiday. Actually, this year is Target. Also, Nike, Fifth Third Bank, Quicken Loans, Twitter Square, Lyft, Adobe, uh, The New York Times, Postmates, Google, just to name a few and the NFL. The commissioner, Roger Goodell, boy, he just won't quit, boy. I noticed, you know, with all these companies that are finally recognizing Juneteenth as a paid national holiday, giving these people off, a lot of them are, um, I'm seeing that they're saying that uh, the country is experiencing this sort of trauma right now and it's not new but it's not enough but we'll take it with the in light of everything we we want to recognize Juneteenth and it's just like <sighs> okay it's a trend but let's see what they do moving forward let's see what they do moving I, forward I, I want some reparations I think right. listen y'all I want reparations I think every African American person should get a hundred and fifty thousand dollar check that's nothing and 
I know, I know, but this is just part one. This is just part one. Mm-hmm. Like, hey guys, just send out a real stimulus to to the African American community. You want us to figure out how to buy our own block back? Stimulate I think our reparations Stimulate for the African American community can look a few different ways. Black people should have lower interest rates on loans. We should be able to purchase homes at lower rates. Like there should be financial um, relief Mm -hmm. in a lot of different things when it comes to the African-American community, because if America wants to keep crying that they cannot afford to give us the reparations that we so desperately deserve, then help us out in other ways, make other things accessible to us. But, Please know them reparations are coming. We're going to keep demanding that. Okay. Facts. Um, are you guys happy with the acknowledgement that Juneteenth is getting right now? No, but I think it's I think it's a start. I think everything that's happening right now is a start. Yep. And I'm cool with that. Am I, I happy? I think on no. Juneteenth too, like... Uh, that's our 4th of July. But I feel like it should be recognized as such. Just like the Irish get their holiday on St. Patrick's Day. Just like oh, we coming um, for ours. Don't even. It's coming. I think just it's like coming. Cinco de Mayo gets their day. You know, I feel like we should be. You know, Juneteenth should be established like that. And I feel like a lot of these, especially these corporations who are recognizing, it should do something in the black community on this day. I think it's special. coming. I think it's coming. I think now uh, corporations are paying attention. I think it's kind of like uh, a worldwide, like actually worldwide. It's like oh wow, we're listening. We're sorry. We're listening. But yes. now they're actually listening. And so oh, we need action. I don't, want, I don't even want to talk about the shit no more. Let's see the action. So yes, June, for sure. Juneteenth, cool. I'm telling y'all, man, each African-American should get 150K just for starters. Just like how they do on Juneteenth and all that. Yeah, just send us all 150K. We need that. Come on. Everybody it should get 150K. Start. That's just a start. But yes. What do we Juneteenth know? is well on the <laughs> Keep way. Keep your little punk ass 1200. <laughs> Juneteenth is well on the way and make sure uh, make sure you you keep right here because Baller Bell is coming up next right right yeah. alright that's it for in case you missed it and now it's time for a word from our sponsors you're listening to the Baller Alert Show have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like hey we came to play did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Message! I actually got this one this morning, y'all. 
this was hot off the press um i think it's funny but you guys may not here we go Uh dear rari i think my husband has a monthly period every month he completely makes up an argument and storms out of the house and i don't see him until the next day what man creates an argument and leaves for one to two days and goes to his mama's house and before y'all think say he's cheating i have his location on his phone so i know he's over there plus well, he gonna drop his phone off over there then leave <laughs> plus his mom is always in the middle of our arguments what do i do about my man slash woman i live with Wow, girl, his mama has a woman that she would rather her son be with. So when he leaves for those one or two days, that woman is at his mama house and it they got a whole little fake relationship situation going on to make his mama happy. His mama is in the shits. Uh- <laughs> like I said, he going to go over to his mama house, drop his phone off and then go to where he really going to. Then he going to come back, get his phone and he going to go back home. Thanks. Yeah, Doc underscore SKK said he leave his phone in his mama house, pull up pull up on him. That works every time. Oh, so they agreed, right? Yeah, Gutter Gang Shay said, well, she picking him up at his mama house and he leaves his phone at his mama so at his mama so you can keep thinking he at his mama house. I'm trying to tell you, yo. Baby J once said either he's leaving his phone at his mom's house or his mom is the other bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, he, this is a deep one. The M the the motherfucking editor. Okay, that's the MFN editor. If a man is holding you emotionally hostage or or if his emotions are taking up all your space of your relationship that you you find yourself not even being able to emote your femininity because he's hoarding all emotional labor that oh, all if he's hoarding all the emotional labor then let him go it's unsafe for your mental and you deserve a grown man that uses his words not a little girl man that treats his mother like the other woman that yes. shit is weird who has okay. who has all that time wow Mr. that was dope mf and editor okay friend okay well yeah, rari cool. what do you think what's your advice uh, i think yeah i think his mom is in on it i think he goes over there he leaves the phone uh, with his mom and I think maybe even his mom is the person arguing back and forth with her while his while her son goes out and do his dirt and then come back Damn, or don't come back cause, and then you as a woman just a, letting your man leave for two days one to two days I wish I would leave my house girl Tanisha Tanisha changed the locks up in this thing and she'd be like that'd be the last time you leave this house you, you can't come back type yeah. shit and she yeah. says this happens often so I ain't feeling that. I would go with him over to the mama. Where are we going? <laughs> All right. All right. We can argue over there. <laughs> yeah, she said she cooking tonight, right? <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, I think you need y'all need to. I, I wouldn't even prom- or, uh, recommend counseling. I think y'all need to go ahead and go y'all separate ways because that's toxic, boo. I agree. I ain't doing that. And now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And now it's time for Common Creepin'. <laughs> Now, y'all know I never do stuff like this. I never really be in drama like this. But uh, two people that I know, one I'm super cool with. It's like a brother to me. And the other one, I'm, I've been a part of his um, beginning part of his stages of him being an artist. So YK Osiris shoots his shot at uh, YF and Lucci's ex-girlfriend. Okay. Wow. Regine? Regine. Uh-oh. Um. Please play the audio. Uh, Regine, come on. Just give me a chance. Just me, I'm not like these other rappers. I'm going I'm to give you the world. Stop leaving me on red, baby. Please. I, I know you're tired of the bull crap. Niggas doing dumb jump, but I'm not going to do it. Your daddy going to like me. I'm going to give you the world, baby. Listen. And I'm smart. And I love God. Okay. Uh, wife and Lucci comments, shot ain't nothing. It's a brick. Mm-mm-mm. That's what wife and Lucci said? Yes. So basically, YK Osiris possessive. uh, What you know him and uh, you know, um, they're talking now. I don't think they're together. YFN and uh, oh no, Regine. Regine. No, no, no. I don't think that they're talking like in a relationship. I think yeah, but they're like they're back cool. Yeah, that's fine. They could be cool. He don't have nothing to do with with her next relationship or the next person that wants to talk to her. I think yeah, YF and Lucci is just being protective of her. What do you think? Nah. No, I think the the P word that you're looking for is possessive. <laughs> I mean, he is Jamaican. It's, 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 it's a difference between protective and possessive. That man is he flat is, out possessive. Why he is island, is not island boy, rude boy, rude boy. Down. He ain't uh, looking out for her in that type of way. Okay, I'm done. But yo, uh, we appreciate that comment creeping as messy as that was, Rari. Um, <laughs> before we get out of here, Baller Nation. Wari, do you have a word for us? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to pull it up. All right. Before we get out of here, Bala Nation, I just want to say happy Juneteenth to everybody. Every black person, I hope you celebrate like it's 4th of July. Yes, and I appreciate you guys tuning in to the Baller Alert Show podcast each and every week. We love you guys. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We love reading your comments, and we will be sharing some of your comments on next week's episodes for some of our hottest topics. So go on ahead and get those in. For sure. Okay, I mean, uh, my comments are quick, y'all. I don't really have too much more to say. I just have a couple of things to say. All right, leave us with a word. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. That's how long the knee was on George Floyd's neck. So, um, I challenge anyone who's listening to this right now to do something for eight minutes and 46 seconds. 
and see how long that is. And then and then replay a knee being on your neck for that same length. Okay? Okay. Love y'all.